step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the USA Radio Network. I'm Lee Elsie. Thanks for joining the program. You got me uh, for the entire three hours tonight. As I said, Wayne will be off. Uh, until next Wednesday when he is back. So, yes, I am live. I um, am here in Connecticut broadcasting out to the entire country, and I, I want to say that because I have received a, c- a couple of emails here in the last a couple of minutes asking whether or not I am actually here. And, yes, I am actually here. And I, I want to read one real quick. He's probably not expecting this, but I'm going to read it anyway. He says, hello, sir. I guess this could be a girl, too. Hello, sir. Uh, I am listening to you now. I'm not sure if you're live or not, but you were talking about how a person can view uh, or how can a person view just uh, too much theater carnage before they say enough is enough. We need to do something about it. Sir, I fear that this is the objective of the puppet masters. They want us involved in a war, perhaps to for, for personal gain or perhaps for the detriment of the United States. I was listening to a presentation last night. He goes on to talk about that and how... Uh, all of that could like I said this could all be theater, and he's going to send me the link and and all that goes along with it. And I appreciate this person very respectful. Thank you, sir. And I I'm not saying that you're wrong, and I'm not advocating war either. I want to make sure that everybody understands that I don't know what to do. Like normally, I feel like I know what to do. Normally, I'm like, yeah, I, this is what we should do in this situation. I don't know what we should do here. I know what I'm trying to say is I know, and I said this from the beginning. That we're going to see images. I, 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 Like I said, I hate to pat myself on the back when I'm right, I'm right. But I pretty much called this from the beginning, how this was going to happen, except I messed up on the time frame. Like I thought it would be much quicker. But I was saying that, you know, we're living in a day and age where we're going to get just terrible images across the television screens and across your computer screens, ones that's going to be tough for you to go to sleep at night and live with. And that is going to be something that you're going to have to live with if you're willing to sit on the sidelines during all this and whether or not 50 years from now, history will look back at us and wag their finger at us. Like, like folks wag their finger at people when Jews were being sent to concentration camps and gas chambers and nobody did anything. So 50 years from now, 60 years from now, a hundred years from now, we're risking the, the thought or the, the idea that history will look at us as doing nothing. That's a possibility. Now, I know that if we escalate this, there's also a chance that we escalate it into literally a World War III. Now, we may, some people are already saying that we're in World War III. There's a possibility that's, that's the case, too. If he doesn't stop at the borders of Ukraine 
and he pushes forward, that will be officially the beginning of World War III. So I understand this emailer's point of view. I, I totally get it. And he's not the only one that sent me emails like that. There are a lot of folks out there who are justifying what Vladimir Putin is doing. I can't go, I can never go that far, justifying blowing up babies. But I understand him wanting to protect his territory, what he sees as his territory. That, you know, we can have a discussion about that. But I want to read you something. It's from the AP. And you can take it for whatever it's worth. I'm not going to read you the whole thing. I'm only going to read you a couple paragraphs. But it says, the bodies of the children all lie here. Dumped into this narrow trench, hastily dug into the frozen earth of Maripol. It all happens to the constant drumbeat of shelling. There's an 18-month-old krill whose shrap metal wound to the head proved too much for his little toddler's body. There is a 16-year-old whose legs were blown up in the explosives during a soccer game. There's the girl, no older than six, who wore pajamas with cartoon unicorns among the first of the Maripol children to die from Russian shells. From Russian shells, excuse me. There are sta- they're all stacked together with dozens of others in mass graves on the outskirts of the city. A man covered in a bright blue carp weighed down by stones uh, at the crumbling curb. A woman wrapped in a red gold bedsheet, her legs neatly bound at the ankles with some type of, of scrap white fabric. Workers toss the bodies in as fast as they can because the less time that they spend out in the open, the better their own chances of survival. That's just... The first paragraph from an AP story, there's a whole bunch more, a lot of pictures, a lot of videos. And that goes back to what I was saying before. This is going to be looked at 50, 100 years from now. What did we do? And if we stood by and did nothing, that's how we'll be judged. Now, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if setting up some kind of a no-fly zone would do anything. I also don't think, or do I have any confidence at all in the leadership of this country? I think Biden has, is as crooked as a $2 bill. I, I think he is, or a $3 bill. I don't believe a word that comes out of that man's mouth. I think he's inept, and I don't put any trust in him as a leader if, in fact, we were to get into a conflict with anybody. So he's another factor in this mess that you'd have to consider. I, I don't want to be led into the Third World War by the worst president in the history of this country. God, that's a terrible, think about that. I didn't even really think about that till this very moment. I mean, I think about how inept and idiotic that man is and how he really is just has trouble getting through the day. But imagine him being the one that's actually in control as the commander in chief of the United States military. If we were had to, you know, lock horns with Russia and or Russia and China. Hmm. And China just sits on the sidelines, man. I've always said, I can say it again from the beginning, they are, they are the mortal enemy of the planet. Unleashing the, the plague as a test run. Uh, always sitting back, always staying out of the fray, always building up their military. They got a bigger Navy than we have. Do you realize that? So, yeah, there are a lot of reasons for us not to intervene. A lot. A whole lot. In fact, we you know probably licking our wounds from Afghanistan. We need to rebuild our military. We have a leader at the top that certainly isn't battle-tested. I think if I remember correctly, 
Biden was the only one who voted against going and killing Osama bin Laden. I mean, he's not, he's certainly not a wartime general. And he's the last guy I would want in charge if, in fact, there was a conflict. So, yeah, if you want to, you know, wait it out, put the four corners drill on and wait and see what happens. I understand that. But as I said from day one, if you're willing to do that, and and I guess I'm not saying that that's not even the right move, but if you're willing to do it, then every night on television, be ready. Be ready for, you know, kids in stretchers and and pregnant moms dying and burned out buildings. It's funny, the Democrats, I'm always skeptical when the Democrats are for something, right? There's also that to put into this equation as well. Whenever they want something, chances are we shouldn't want it. And it seems like they really want this, which makes me very skeptical. Right? But they're going back and forth amongst their own ranks as well. Like Biden really doesn't want to do any of that. And some of the louder Democrats want to arm them. Certainly nobody wants boots on the ground. I mean, here in my own state of Connecticut, Christopher Murphy actually is pro-war. If Christopher Murphy is pro-war, something really is odd. Blumenthal's the same way, and I'm, I mention those two because uh, those are our senators, and we never see them. They're never here, and they never help the state of Connecticut. So whenever they want something, we always look at it through you know, a jaded set of lens eyes So because it, 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 has, it probably has a hollow ring to it. Uh, I don't want to do this all. I, we could do this all night, but I don't want to. I, I want to at least have a couple of laughs with you somewhere along the line, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about St. Patty's Day. But, uh, you know, we can go round and round on whether or not we should do anything or not do anything or escalate or de-escalate or try to de-escalate or sit down and talk or, or you know, bring them planes or bring them anti-aircraft. I mean, in the end, we probably won't do much more than what we're doing right now. And, you know, we're probably going to sit on the hands and, and hope that Ukra- the Ukrainians can actually fight and break. Because, you know, in the end, the best case scenario, because if you look at it, the hi- history would tell us the great leaders of history, even George Washington says, don't mess around with other people's stuff. He said it much better than that. But if it doesn't have a strategic advantage for us, you know, most strategists, political strategists, and and government folks, founding fathers would say, stay out. If it doesn't have a direct impact on us, stay out. All right, that's enough for this for now. We'll uh, we'll change gears. We'll talk about something different. Uh, Once again, my name is Lee Elsie. You can always reach out to me, leelseyradio at gmail.com. You can uh, like my Facebook page, Voice of Freedom. Always cool to have you guys uh, back and forth up on the Facebook. And uh, if you want to call in 833 War Talk, 833-927-8255 or 860-464-9490. Quick break. We'll come right back. It's the USA Radio Network. All right, we're back. So this is the USA Radio Network. My name is Lee Elsie. Thanks for joining us. I'm filling in for Wayne. He'll be back on Wednesday of next week. So I'm sifting through some of the emails. And I said I wasn't going to go back, but I'm going to go back one more segment for this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And one of these emails, I agree with half of it. And then the second follow-up email that I get, and I know this is vague and I'll explain in a second, but I'm getting a lot of people who have taken this position that Maripol or parts of Ukraine are infested with Nazis, neo-Nazis, and it's the headquarters of the Azov movement. And I, I don't know enough about Ukraine to really make a, a cognitant, cogent argument one way or another about that. But I can probably produce videos and send them to anybody that would make certain cities in the United States look like it's infested with neo-Nazis, right? It'd only take one video, two videos, half a dozen videos. It'd only take a few hundred people who happen to have swastikas on their arms and shaved heads and uh, tattoos of Hitler across their chest. I mean, we have them in this country. You know we do. To make us look like, uh, you know, it's a country infested like that. So I, I don't know how to react to that. Like, I don't know how somebody can send me that and then still at the same time excuse away the little dead, dead babies that are being carried off. That, that I, you know, I don't know. So that you're going to target the excuses that are targeting these folks as, what, a punishment for being neo-Nazis? I just, I find it hard to believe that Putin is going to expend all of this treasure and blood because he doesn't agree with a few hundred people that are living in Ukraine. Find, find it hard to believe. Now, the other parts of this argument were right on the money. The rebellious Russians are the youth of the Russians. They're being indoctrinated into supporting a greater Russia, better or worse. That's 100% true. They're being hardened for war. You can't deny that. That's happening. And... As the Russian army makes mistakes and they die and tanks get blown up, they're not stupid. They learn and they adjust. And this emailer makes a brilliant point. It's like they're sharpening their knife. I agree with that. I've agreed with that from the beginning. I've never thought that the Russian army was inept. I don't even think we've seen the real spear of this army yet. I know so far it's taken them a lot longer to get to where they want to get to, but I don't know what the reason is behind that. But I don't think we've actually seen the true military might of this army. They have weapons that we don't have yet. You guys understand that. They have anti-aircraft missiles that we don't even possess these things yet. And they got them. And hand-in-hand, China... They're basically ramping up their youth for a military conflict as well. They do have dress codes. They are making sure that they are being allegiant to their nation. And here in this country, as this emailer pointed out, and he's right about this, our youth are saturated with, oversaturated with information, misinformation, disinformation, and we're soft. They're soft. Kids today... I mean, if they're playing video games, they're laying around. They're never outside, or rarely. That's why you've got the younger generation willing to flee 
and not fight in a conflict. So this emailer, Joe, I agree with half of it. The other half, I just, I think it's a reach, but that's a, you know, it's for a different, maybe a different night and different discussion. Anyway, this is the USA Radio Network. My name is Lee Elsie. I thank you as always for joining us. It's the uh, 17th day of March, which makes it St. Patty's Day. So maybe we can talk a little bit about St. Patty's Day. We'll keep the second, maybe we'll keep the second hour a little bit lighter. I'll try to anyway. I keep reading stuff and it brings me back down. We'll come right back. It's the USA Radio Network. Stick around.